Love is amazing, but it's also bullshit, and it might also get you murdered. Uh, welcome to Love is Amazing, but it's also bullshit and could get you murdered. The podcast that reminds you that everything you ever wanted in this life can turn into a huge fucking dumpster fire. Ooh. Uh, I am Aaron uh, Black. Aaron Black. Didn't think of a clever uh, nickname for me this time. It's and, coming soon. Okay. And uh, as always, we have as my co-host, Nicholas Control Freak Luna. Hey, 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 hey. And then this week, uh, so happy for this uh, to have this guest on, Bobby, the Red Bomber Sheehan. Hell yes. Nice. I still don't know what the red... I have red hair. I don't know what the bombing part is. Uh, is I don't that because I bomb a lot or... I, no, you don't bomb a lot. Maybe it's because you like show up at a place and you just kill it. Yeah. Oh hell yeah. yeah! Yeah, yeah. It doesn't have to mean anything, man. It's just okay. it's it's like I w- I wanted to like we're doing a boxing thing. I just wanted to give everybody boxing nicknames. Oh, nice. I'm so, actually a boxer. Oh, are you? Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you could tell by looking at me. Yeah. Well, yeah. I definitely could not. Mm. Yeah. Uh, what sort of boxing stance do you do? Uh, I just, I get in the fetal position real quick. <laughs> and let him kick me in the spleen until I pee blood, and then I win because everyone feels bad for me. Okay, oh, yeah. Right, I right. never I never knew you could win like that. <laughs> anyway, today we are doing the story of a, a Turgotti. Now, Turgotti was a warrior god boxer person. He was the fucking thunder. Yes. One of the things he was famous for was the uh, 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 fights with Irish Mickey Ward. In fact, Mickey Ward who actually, um, they made a movie about the fighter. Uh, Mickey Ward said that Gotti had the biggest left hook in all of boxing, and his heart was even bigger than his left hook. Yes! Not yes. Yet! Less Less than three years after his retirement, he was found dead in a Brazilian hotel room, strangled to death. Did Gotti lose a battle with himself, or did he make some tragic relationship decisions hmm the answer is tragic relationship decisions otherwise we wouldn't be talking about this case <laughs> or, or so they say yes he was like the honey badger of boxing yeah he, he was yeah. A, he had so much fucking fury and he came out like a fucking animal mm-hmm. Ugh. you know even though like you know they say like to party he seemed like a pretty genuinely nice guy maybe I mean, yeah, who knows? But anyway. <laughs> this is all speculation. But, but anyway, yeah. The, I mean, he's the protagonist of the podcast. We yeah. should, he should be a nice guy regardless. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, we, we've done people that... No, but he's, he does seem like a good guy. But, uh, you know, the honey badger doesn't give a fuck. Like, mm-hmm. he with the honey badger a boxing, like, he just didn't give a shit. He would, you know, eat um, uh, rattlesnakes and... <laughs> Cobras and... Yeah, he just didn't give a fuck. All right. If only that... A YouTube video was around when he was boxing. I think that would have caught on. Yeah, I think so. Uh, actually, it wouldn't have. But anyway, um, <laughs> Arturo Gotti was born on April 15th, 1972 mm-hmm. in Casino, Italy to Italian parents and he was raised in Latium, a region of central western Italy, uh, before moving to Montreal, Quebec, Canada. Ah. Gotti eventually relocated to uh, JC, Jersey City. Sunny JC, all day. Exactly. Shout out What's in the Box every first Wednesday of every month. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, as a teenager, and then um, he was a member of the Canadian national team and was training to represent Canada in the 1992 Summer Olympics. But at 19, he decided to turn pro instead. He fought uh, professionally for 16 years. 16? 
That's hard 16, right? A hard 16. Oh. Is that a long time for boxing? I think so. I would say so. Like, you, like I know absolutely nothing about boxing, but you have to juxtapose that to, like, someone's NFL career, mm-hmm. I guess, right? You know, mm-hmm. with the amount of hits you get to the head. Yeah. yeah. And, like, a career that long in NFL is crazy. Yeah. I mean, think about it like this. Like, in a, a job where your job is to get punched in the head, mm. 16 is a pretty fucking long time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I think I could manage about um, four weeks yeah. before I'd be in a coma. So Mine is four minutes. I don't know. Have you ever been punched before? I have, but only with, like, gloves on. And oh. when I was, like, kind of younger, in eighth grade, I actually did boxing, like, in my school. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It, it, like, for a period of time, myself and a friend of mine, we would recreationally uh, get in fistfights yeah, as, like, yeah. a cool party trick. Oh, cool. Like, and the sign would be, so we both wear glasses, and we'd, like, take our glasses off, and it'd be like, all right, now it's happening. And people would be like, oh, my God, what's going on? You know, we'd get in this fist fight, and then it'd be over, and they'd be like, are you guys cool? And we're like, yeah, we're fine. You know, we do this all the time. Oh, wow. It's funny you should mention... That's so funny, yeah. Yeah. Actually, it's borderline psychopathic. (laughs) Well, it's funny that you mentioned that, because me and my friends used to put on yarmulkes, and then somebody would drop (laughs) pennies on the floor, (laughs) and then we would fight the shit out of each other for those pennies. Because, by the way, I'm Jewish, so... um, Yeah, but that's... Yeah, so similar, kind of. it's the same thing. A little bit. I don't know. I, I thought it was funny. Well, of course you would, because you you were, like, what, 14? Well, see, I'm, I'm one of the, these guys, though, like, if I would, like, play fight with my friends, I'd be the one that'd get mad and start real fighting. Real quick, so I just can't do it. <laughs> okay. I just can't. I don't think I'd be a good boxer. I would just try to find the person after the fight and, <laughs> yeah. and continue the fight. Sure. And, like, yeah, and probably just, like, uh, leave, like, poop in their mailbox yeah, or something. suck his dick. You're like... <laughs> 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 that's, that's not a way to get back at somebody whatsoever. <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, uh, he was nicknamed Thunder. Uh, but he was known for his heart and his bravery. Like this guy. Like go check out round nine of Gotti Ward, the first fight, and it's just it's crazy. Um, yeah, if you want to watch like a video of people giving each other brain damage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, intermittently hugging each other, which I find amusing. Yeah. <laughs> During his career, he was a, a two-weight world champion. God, he held a IBF junior lightweight uh, title from 95 to 98. And the WBC super lightweight title from 2004 to 2005. He also participated in The Ring magazine's fight of the year total of four times. So, what does that mean exactly? Uh, no idea, but <laughs> sounds pretty good. Good thing um, we didn't get someone that knows about boxing for the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> I will say this though: like, like you don't have to be a, a boxing fan to like really appreciate the Gotti War trilogy. And HBO did a great documentary. Basically, uh, Gotti Ward had three fights. Uh, Ward won the first one, and it was just like a straight up toe to toe in the ring, beating the fuck out of each other uh match like no one gave up like it was just insane one minute of any of that fight uh would have killed me would have killed me too and i would have been okay and bobby would have been (laughs) bobby would have been fine yeah he'd be straight and they had three more fights Gotti won the last two fights uh i think in the third one he won it with a broken right hand oh that's bananas so um basically this guy i mean not even like human. I, I don't know how he did that shit. Anyway, um... He's a fucking beast. Yep. 
Uh, he ended up announcing his retirement in July 14th, 2007. At age 37, right? No? Yes. 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 Okay. Uh, he had 40 wins, 31 of them KOs, and basically a multi-million dollar bank account. Yeah, only nine losses in his career, too, if I'm not mistaken, which is like... I don't have the numbers in front of me, so you you could be wrong. I have no idea. I'm going to say that I'm 90% confident that I'm right. All right, good for you, Nick. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that's what this uh, life is about, confidence. All day. All day, sucker. <laughs> anyway, um, let's rewind a bit to... Um, where his uh, life really took a uh, wrong turn. Hmm. He meets Amanda Rodriguez oh, in God. 2006. <laughs> sounds nice. Yeah. Yeah, no, she seems like a big sweetheart. Well, at the time she did. I mean, uh, <laughs> she was 14 years Arturo's junior. He was 36 at the time. She was 22. Uh, she only saw his last fight. She was Brazilian. They met in Weehawken, New Jersey. Hell yes, that's where I'm from. Nice, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Can Can you fill us in on like what the whole vibe in uh, Weehawken's kind of down? Uh, it's It's like a residential uh, neighborhood in New Jersey, uh, right outside New York City. So you can see the New York City skyline. Sure. Um, All right. Cool. Um, and it's yeah. like right above Hoboken. You know, it's in the whole thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's e- e- easy to get to Hoboken or Jersey City. Mm-hmm. Um, Did you um know Amanda? Yes, yeah, she's my oh. sister. Oh, yeah? Yes. <laughs> wow, I'm actually here to set the record straight. <laughs> Your sister's a bitch. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> the friends say that... Uh, friends of Arturo... Arturo? Arturo? Arturo. Say yeah, that um, Amanda and uh, him met at a strip club, but Amanda says... That they met walking dogs. And this is going to be... Maybe they were walking their dog in, in a the strip, strip club. club. Yeah. yeah. Do you know a strip club where you could walk your dog in? It's kind of what they're known for in Weehawken. Oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like that's a fetish where they could poop on the stage <laughs> and then they... Well, I'm not even going to go there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you already started to, but you know, we, yeah. now, now we're there. I but. could stop. I could put on the brakes if I want to. Yeah, just pump yeah. the brakes a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that, I mean, that's, you know, you're basically talking about my life. Like every, everything I say, I, I, I'm like, no, never mind. No, I'm cool. <laughs> I'm going to pump the brakes on this one. But, um, penis so, pump the brakes. Yeah. So, um, it is my bag, baby. So anyway, but this is, this is going to be a common theme. We're basically like Arturo's family is going to say one thing and man is going to say something completely different. It was a fiery, passionate relationship from the get-go, which uh, I just, I have no idea what that's like. I mean, Um, she looked pretty huggable. Yeah, no, she was cute, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. She'd be real good at feeding a baby. (laughs) (laughs) Was that that a good way to put it? Yeah, I I mean, like... like, uh, Oh, you mean great tits? Yeah, she had great tits. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's what you meant? That's what you meant, right, Bobby? No, she seems very maternal. Okay, uh, yeah. But does she? Hmm. (laughs) You know, with those narrow hips, she could only have, like, six or seven children, so... (laughs) You know, like... (laughs) Which is a small You know, like, yeah, and she better not be Amish, because then she's screwed... (laughs) Uh, friends say that... Uh, Shout out to our Amish fans. <laughs> yes. Uh, friends say that there was a lot of fighting between um, Amanda and uh, Arturo. He was very jealous. 
Uh, no, not, not he, he was. Amanda was jealous. Mm. I'm sure they were both jealous. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, it seems like they were both, both hotheads. Crazy people. Yeah, I think. But one story goes that uh, during a New Year's Eve par- party, uh, she saw a Turo talking to two girls, and she became so enraged that she actually said something to the effect of, uh, "You cheat on me." And we kill our men. She became jealous and enraged and had said to him, where I come from, you know, you cheat on me, we kill our men. Another friend also remembers Amanda saying, I'm going to show him what a bitch is. I'm going to kill him. So that's pretty I think that's a bit of projection yeah. on her part. She's like, you know what Brazilian women do when you cheat on them? They murder their husbands. I'm like, I think that's a you thing. I don't think that's a Brazilian thing. Yeah, I think it's, it's a part bro- of her culture. Yeah, yeah, it's a broad generalization. <laughs> <laughs> like, but, don't paint all Brazilians with that brush. <laughs> I mean, are you talking about me? Because I'm, I'm taking this quote straight from Murder in Paradise. No, no, no. I, I'm, no, no, just, no, I'm, say, saying I'm just saying she's being very irrational by saying, as a Brazilian... Oh, I'm gonna okay. have to kill you if you cheat on me. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's like um, you know, like that's that's the thing that you want to let people know about your you know yeah, heritage. Yeah. Also, yeah. great food. <laughs> uh, Amazing. Rationally violent, and we love to dance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Love me some ballet funk. Yeah. I will hit you in a brick with a brick in the head and then uh oh we haven't gotten there macarena no uh, never mind all right (laughs) (laughs) oh dumb 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 okay all right so a year after meeting they get married in las vegas which some people call the place to elope if you want your marriage to last but uh anyway uh, (laughs) so you know what there's two documentaries about this case it wasn't las vegas it was a grand canyon in fact Murder in Paradise, which is an ID show, which we saw... Source material. The source material. They were like, and they got married in Las Vegas. And then they showed a clip of them clearly getting married in the Grand Canyon. (laughs) So, um, once again, the producers of uh, Murder in Paradise clearly don't give a fuck. (laughs) Well, what is it? Like, you know, they could say, like, Las Vegas or, like, fucking Lee's Landing or whatever, where uh, the Grand Canyon starts in Nevada. Well, all I'm saying is Las Vegas and Grand Canyon are totally two different places. I, but I'm, I'm saying... In fact, they're in different states. Does Las Vegas well, have a Grand Canyon, like, you know how they have an Eiffel Tower? Maybe that's what we saw. Oh, shit. Yeah, like, You're a, little, so right. like a little tiny Grand Canyon. I don't Canyon. think that's that's a, a thing that's possible. I don't think... Yeah, I definitely don't even think that that can happen. <laughs> but the Grand Canyon does start in Nevada. I can say that with confidence. They also have legalized prostitution in Nevada. Yeah. Ooh, they do. Huh. Mm-hmm. I've seen the Bunny Ranch on HBO. Uh, yeah. Uh, that's fascinating. In fact, uh, before the internet, I was very much into that show. Anyway. <laughs> the marriage apparently was a spur-of-the-moment thing. No one was there, is what uh, Arturo's family says. Uh, he got Amanda to sign a prenuptial agreement. Big prenup. Big prenup. And uh, this was a huge point of contention on the honeymoon. Honeymoon. Honeymoon? In, ha- in Hawaii. Hawaii? Yeah. And Shout out to Hawaiian Mike. Hawaii. <laughs> so apparently, like, um, this becomes a big argument. The police are actually called. 
Mm-hmm. Amanda tells the police that uh, Arturo broke her nose. Mm. Not but cool. When the police showed up, uh, apparently she was okay. That's also not cool. Yeah, so... Um, well, actually, it's all right that she was okay. I mean, it's, it's great it's that, she's that she's okay. okay. Did she think she was going to get away with that? Like, oh, never mind. I said it before you got here. I think Amanda's one of those people who's like, I'm going to throw a ton of shit on the wall and something will stick, mm, right? Mm-hmm. And whatever sticks, I'm just going to go with it. She should write a book because she's a storyteller. Yeah. <laughs> so you think she called the police? She was like, Arturo, he broke my nose, and also he's responsible for 9 11. Like, <laughs> Something like that, yeah. But she was definitely like, uh, Arturo, you know, broke my nose. And then, like, they came, and then she was like, Your nose looks fine. And she's like, No, it's definitely broken. And you know what? This is not what a Brazilian broken nose looks like. <laughs> Like, you don't know what a Brazilian no- broken nose looks like, but I'm actually, you know, I actually have a concussion right That's now. That's the only reason she moved out of Brazil, because she's the only, like, plausible excuse that she has. Yeah, possibly, yeah. <laughs> Pulling the Brazil card. In Brazil, we run red lights. I don't know. Yeah. We sound like Borat for it, some reason. Yeah. Is that not a thing that happens? Or Yeah. So, after the um, honeymoon, the couple moves from New Jersey... From Weehawken, New Jersey, or Jersey City, uh, sweet JC, to uh, Montreal, Arturo's hometown, where he becomes, um, he gets into real estate. I don't know how well he did with that. I know. imagine he did fine. What? Is, yeah, he didn't do it for too long, though. <laughs> yeah, like you know, it's like, are you sure you don't want to buy this house? Are you sure? <laughs> are you sure? You you are aware I am a boxer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Have you seen the fighter? You know, I beat that guy, right? No, but uh, he would have been dead by then. No, he wouldn't have. Uh, wait, when did the fighter come out? Two thousand eight, maybe. It, it, it was up for the award, right? Yeah, it was. You know what? Uh, nobody knows exactly uh, the answer to anything we're saying right now. <laughs> or whether or not this movie actually exists. Mm-hmm. Well, of course it exists, Nick. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? No, yeah. in, a, in a wider sense, that like in an existential way, like are we? Is anybody? Does anybody exist? That is not what he's saying. <laughs> All right, we're just gonna move on. All right, Amanda tells Arturo's sister. That she doesn't love Arturo at one point, but can't leave him because she's pregnant. One year into the marriage, Amanda has a baby boy. Uh, they name him Arturo Jr. Art Jr. Uh, Arturo also has a previous daughter from... A previous daughter doesn't make any sense. Arturo, <laughs> Arturo has a daughter from a previous relationship. From another um, extremely uh, attractive... Lady, yeah, he, he has a good track record. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, games as well. Yeah, and um, <laughs> like in this documentary, they talk to like three or four ex-girlfriends. Yeah, and each one of them, you look at the screen and you go, "Stay with her." Yeah, stay with that one. Yeah, stay with the one that doesn't kill you. You know, <laughs> but um, it's boxing all boxing makes you do stupid things. It's so. all in vain because he's dead. <laughs> So, apparently, Arturo has trouble adjusting to life outside the ring, as many um, uh, professional athletes have. Mm. There's alcohol, there's drugs, there's... They think uh, he had CTE? He might have. I, I think he might have, yes. What is CTE? It's like the... You, you know that Will Smith movie about concussions? What was it called? Concussion. Yeah. Yes. Oh. It, that. Okay. <laughs> um, I knew Lou Garrett's disease. 
I don't think that's at all. The, no, it's, really. it's not the same thing. It's like, like well, it the, might not be the same thing, but like that's something that happens to athletes because they get hit in the head a lot. Yeah, no, this thing is the one where like from too many concussions, basically uh, your mental health goes kind of crazy, and huh. then they're like more uh, prone to suicide. And yeah, right. Like that. Who, who knew that? Getting fucked in the head yeah. for 16 years. <laughs> yeah, like, like that, that's a new discovery. They're well, like, that's not good for you, yeah. it turns out. Well, you know, the thing is, like, there's, like, several people on this documentary that go, Arturo, like, loved his life. He loved, you know, um, his son and all this stuff. He would have never killed himself. You know, I don't doubt that mm. he loved his life. He loved his son, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But he got hit in the head for 16 fucking years. Yeah. Like, that trumps everything. Yeah. That could totally, like, you know, when your brain bounces back and forth uh, between your skull, like it was uh, something that bounces back and forth a lot. <laughs> you're, that, good analogy. you're really good at these. I, I was going to, I was going to say, I was, I was trying to come up with something like some like type of relationship. Like, you know, if when ping someone, pong ball, well, whatever. Yeah. Like a ping pong ball. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like, that's, it doesn't lead to like a person like retiring and being like, let's just have a like nice, quiet existence for the rest of our lives I, I mean have you ever seen like a boxer after like a serious boxing match their head looks like a deflated basketball <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so anyway um Arturo was having a, a tough time it's sure and things were going downhill after the baby and um all day according to friends Amanda would tell Arturo a bunch of like terrible stuff like he was a loser a druggie a terrible fighter. So, in late May of 2009, after a short separation, they actually re- reconcile. Mm-hmm. And they decide to take a trip. Two weeks in Europe, and then they're going to fly to Brazil for a family graduation. Uh, now, Amanda says that the trip was his idea, and that he surprised you know, Amanda with this. But Arturo's friends think differently. Hey, can we pump the brakes though? What happened right before the trip? Well, I'm going to actually... Oh, you're circling back. Yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, I'm sorry for like, you know, stepping on the cabbage. That's okay. Just don't let it happen again. (laughs) Okay. All right. So, Arturo's friends say it was not his idea to take a second honeymoon in a third world country. Uh, Amanda made this relationship uh, arrangement. But regardless of who decided who wanted to do the trip, mm-hmm. Arturo did want to stay together with Amanda because he didn't want to lose his son. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, that was, like, the biggest fear of his life. Well, yeah, and she was, like, dangling, like, I'm going to steal your kid. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. typical Amanda-type stuff. Yeah. 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 Um, Very hot, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Once again, you're right. <laughs> you're yeah. right, you're right, Bobby. Bobby, you hit the nail on the motherfucking head with that one. Damn! Well, for anybody that's going, why is he staying with this person? I'm just reminding everyone that yeah. that may be part of it. You have the insight of a person with great insight, is what you have. <laughs> or the insight of someone that was hit in the head for 16 years. Uh, okay, yeah. one or the other, yeah. <laughs> 
It's like, you know what? Maybe if you get hit so many times, it actually comes back around and you become like a like a Einstein um, servant person. Yeah. That, sure, why not? There's no way that happens. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, it would, that would be like a good uh, David Fincher movie or something. What? Somebody what? that gets hit so many times that they become a super genius? You know what? That movie already been made. You know what it's called? It's what? called Lawnmower Man. And it's, by, <laughs> and it's a story by Stephen King. <laughs> and it's a dude who the is... The earnestness in which you said that. And the, and the dude... The, the dude is mentally Joe, disabled. The lawnmower guy. Yeah, but, but he becomes smart through Pierce... Brod Brodson's Brodsman Bro Brodfessment James Bond three yeah uh, James Bond four in his drugs and he becomes like a god in cyberspace. Do you remember Lawnmower Man two? No, no. Oh man, that movie. They is made a two. Oh dude, it's so fucking off the rails, it's, and it's it, like none of the original cast. Is Stephen King behind it? No, no. Uh, yeah, I'm not gonna see it. I don't know. It, <laughs> yeah. it, it's quite entertaining. I remember this movie being like the one that, you know, I'd have like a sick day at school and I'd go to like Blockbuster. I'd mm -hmm. trick my mom into like, you know, yeah. being like, hey, let's go rent a movie. Anyway, I watched this movie like a thousand times. How did you trick, what What are you talking about? How do you trick someone to be like, let's go watch a movie? It was like, were you tricking her because you're not really sick? No, I was really sick, but I was tricking her into when like. When does the trick come in? Like, I, I feel like you just got sick. And you said to your mom, let's watch a movie, and then she got you a movie. Yeah, well, okay. Where the trick came in was when I had sick days or whatever, she'd be like, all right, just work on your homework. And I'd be like, done with my homework. That was the trick. Oh, you really weren't done with your homework. I wasn't, no. How could you? You fucking you know, and, and jerk. And went to Blockbuster. <laughs> Love my mother. Rest in peace. <laughs> Lawnmower Man 2. All day. <laughs> Isn't that also Flowers for Algernon? Isn't that the same thing? What are you talking... What, what is that? Flowers for Algernon? Yeah, it, it is. Uh, this is the book about yeah. the uh, the mentally disabled man, and they, they give him like a drug, and he becomes a super genius, but like the point is... Is that of a movie or a novel? It's a novel, and then it probably became a movie. I think it was a movie, but probably the movie wasn't very good. I remember reading that at some point. Yeah. No. Oh, the kind of like kids, where everyone gets AIDS at the end? <laughs> yes, it's exactly like kids, yeah. 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 Where, where they steal 40s and piss yeah. on the ground. They beat up a gay man riding a bicycle. Exactly. Yes. And then just, Every movie yeah. is kind of that, if you think about <laughs> yeah. it. Every movie is Yeah, kids. exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and, wait, wait, wait. Chloe Let's... Siobhan. Oh, Chloe Savigny? Oh, yeah. Oh, man, my heart goes out to her, man. I yeah. fucking love her. Okay, so... We really digressed hard. <laughs> we did. Sometimes we go very off the rails, but we always bring it back. Yeah. And Aaron, what you got, man? Okay, so um, <laughs> we're talking about the trip. So Amanda says that the trip was uh, Arturo's idea. Arturo's friends say that it was Amanda's idea. Amanda also said that during the trip, they were doing really well relationship-wise. Like, they were getting back to their roots, and they really loved each other. But one of Arturo's friends actually had a message of him saying, Life is a fucking nightmare. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm-mm-mm. So, we are coming to July 10th, 2009. Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. It was about two days into their Brazilian vacation. Mm-hmm. Uh, they went that night to a pizzeria. With um, the baby, Arturo Jr. Which, by the way, why would you go to a pizzeria in Brazil when you live in New Jersey? Or you've lived in New Jersey? 
Anyway. Yeah. It's, it's a good question. Um, I don't have an answer. So I'm, I'm just, just going to leave that one alone. It, yeah, yeah. Pizza's better on the East Coast. It's Everyone a mystery, knows yeah. It's a, <laughs> it's, a, it's a red herring. Yeah. Maybe a red flag. You know, like the thing you just said, that they could make a whole ID movie out of that one. But anyway, uh, <laughs> at the pizzeria, they have a big argument. And a crowd gathers. Apparently, like, there's a little shuffle. Amanda's dress is so short that people could see her lady parts. She was wearing something known as a bustier dress. There's no bra, and it's very short. You want to pick the kid with you at least? When she went to step up onto the sidewalk, she exposed her genitalia. Very cool. Uh, genitalia. <laughs> it's very nice. Yeah. People in Brazil are like, hey. Yeah. And they start to laugh. And uh, witnesses tell police that Arturo loses his cool and shoves Amanda to the ground. Not cool. Not cool. Yeah. And she storms off. She catches a taxi, leaving Arturo with the baby. A 10-month-old baby. Yeah. Art Jr. So Arturo also gets a cab with the baby. But the cab is stopped by a group of men mm -hmm. that have seen this assault. And uh, basically, this group of men was uh, angry that Arturo treated a lady in such a disrespectful way. So, um, they try to start shit with Arturo Gotti. Clearly, they have never seen Arturo Gotti. Yeah, he's a fucking beast. Because he's a beast. And he breaks one of their jaws. He does get hit, however, with a brick and a bicycle. And that that's just like... Low down and dirty, man. Yeah. Yeah, brick maybe. Bicycle? Come on. Yeah, right? Yeah. Even logistically, I don't... The amount of time it takes you to lift a bicycle and throw it at someone? No. It doesn't... I guess they started using weapons after he broke the first guy's jaw. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I would. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would have I started weapons... Uh, I would have, I like, uh, started having weapons almost immediately. Yeah. Yeah, well, no one recognized him, though. It's yeah. one thing yeah. that they said. No one recognized that he was, like, this famous boxer. Yeah, or... but I would have used weapons on people I didn't recognize. Yeah. Yeah, especially in Brazil. Well, and I know very little about Arturo uh, Gotti, but I feel like he was pretty short, you know? Like, since he was, like, you know, uh, welterweight, lightweight boxer type mm -hmm. person. Mm -hmm. So you wouldn't expect, like, this, like, little dude to come out with so much fury. Sure. Yeah, and I don't know about him being short, but I know what you're saying. Like, he was a uh, slight of build. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't expect that the devil is inside of him. <laughs> but it was. It got weirdly poetic at the mm -hmm. end. Yeah, I mean, that, I mean, that's what it was. It's like... You're like, you're like the poet laureate of true crime? The shit inside his heart was different than everybody that you ever met in your entire life. You know no one... Like Arturo Gotti. Let me ex ex explain that again. You know no one like Arturo Gotti. Yeah. You're, Unless you're, you like walked in New Jersey for like two blocks. You'd see a bunch of them. Disagree. <laughs> <laughs> You've never seen an angry Italian man before. Yeah. Let me tell you. Yeah, but he was Canadian. He has all oh, that yeah. fury. Canadian, Canadian fury. fury. <laughs> okay, anyway. Uh, let's no, no, no. Cana the, his Canadian part came after the after the fight where he was like, are you okay? I'm, so are you, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I hit you in the head a million times. <laughs> uh, I was trying to win. They said I had to win the fight, so I was trying to win the fight. I didn't know. I'm sorry. All right, anyway. Um, <laughs> All right. Bringing it back. All right. So after he breaks the guy's jaw, Arturo gets back 
to his hotel that he's sharing with his wife and child. According to Amanda, um, Amanda and Turl actually met up at the hotel later. And uh, he seemed to be concerned about Amanda. He said, what happened to your head? She said, you did that. And then he was like, oh, no. And then, um, and then at the end of the night, she gets fed up. And she says, I'm going to go to bed with the baby. And then he looks at her and he says, I guess it's over. And she says, it's over. And that's according to Amanda. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you got to remember that Amanda is about Very as reliable hot. as a book of unreliable author. <laughs> <laughs> You're so good at these. <laughs> For whatever reason, my brain's not happening well. All right, anyway. I love it, though. Like, just keep doing what you're okay, doing, man. Okay, All right. We were at uh, July 11th, 2009, the next day at the hotel uh, where they're staying at. Hotel Darasol, I think is the pronunciation. Amanda gets the attention of hotel staff, tells them that her husband has fell, hit his head, and couldn't get up. Mm-hmm. Arturo was uh, lying in a strange position on his left side. There was a lot of blood on the top of his head and a pool of blood. And the hotel workers find Arturo with no pulse, stiff and cold. And... Uh, they, so, yeah, they're all like, yo, that dude dead. Yeah, that, that guy's dead. Mm, they call the, the paramedics arrive, and they could also tell that Arturo has been dead for hours. The first detective on the scene was Jose Ferreira. I fucking love that dude, by he's the way. He's good, yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. a good guy. Um, here's some stuff that he found. He found a towel with blood on a table near um, Arturo's body. But who hasn't? Yeah, but he found nine empty beer cans in the garbage. There was also a knife nearby. No blood on it, apparently. Um, uh, there was no sign of a violent struggle, but Jose still thought that it was more than a slip and fall. Amanda tells the detectives that she thinks that Arturo hung himself mm-hmm. with her purse strap. Hmm. Purse strap. Purse strap. Purse strap. Per strap. Per strap. Uh, so, <laughs> Jose finds the uh, strap under the breakfast counter, or nook, or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, you know, yeah. you know, like, leave it up to interpretation. Sure. I think it's a counter. Anyway, <laughs> it looks like it's been ripped. Uh, there's, some, there's some fluid on the left side, nothing on the right. And the reason why this is odd is because if Arturo strangled himself... There is no way the strap could have landed in the position that it did. Sure. Mm-hmm. Police also believe that the strap could not support his weight. Which We'll is find out. It's very true uh, a little bit later by, um, by science. Which Wait, it, uh, my man, science? Yeah, by science. <laughs> I mean, they could have done like, um, what's, what's that, you know, the cartoon where they teach people about conjunctions? The fucking uh, <laughs> uh, uh, schoolhouse house of rock. Schoolhouse rock. They could have said a schoolhouse rock about this murder to teach them about science. Yeah. Right? It's like, it'd have to be you Portuguese. don't fall this way if you're going to hang yourself. Dun, dun, dun. Happy cartoons. All right, anyway. <laughs> I'm a racist Bill. <laughs> <laughs> Detectives uh, uh, question Amanda. And she's very evasive 
And she even like laughs at some of the questions, which is uh, weird. Some would um, say a red flag. Yeah. Mm. Uh, the day and and ultimately, Jose Ferreira mm-hmm. did not, to his experience, see a single sign of suicide. So Mando was arrested. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Here's one more thing that everybody should keep in mind. It was Aturo's sister's uh, wedding that day Ugh. in Miami. That's bummer, nice. man. It's a bummer, but also like you think about one thing, like. We all have siblings, right, Bobby? You have I do siblings? not. Okay, all right. Yeah, well, then um, don't talk. <laughs> Aaron, you, Aaron you, you got this one. You cannot talk for the next, like... Oh, and you don't have one either. No. Nope. All right, so... Yeah, both, I mean, I got you. Yeah, so both of you, <laughs> shut, both of you shut the fuck up. All right, so anyway, as the only person... I'm just kidding, Nick, but, uh, but, but seriously, be quiet for a second. Um, <laughs> but as the only person with siblings... Like, I could tell you one, one thing. If I was going to kill myself... Mm, you would do it on your sister's wedding? <laughs> <laughs> just just to... Because if you're going to already... No, 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 it, no, no, you no. should ruin as many people's no. days as possible. Well, it, as depressed as I would have been, I would have tried to do it in a way that, like, nobody else... You should do it on the podcast. ...was as hurt <laughs> as they could have been, you know? Like, if, if Emmy wasn't already not... Gone. Damn, this is dark. But anyway, no, no, no. Yeah. Here, keep going. I like, yeah, the, but, but, I like the idea of you killing yourself on the podcast, and then it's like the next episode. We got to find out what happened. <laughs> well, <laughs> and, and the funny thing about that is that there's like a four to five week backlog. Yeah. So people won't even hear that until <laughs> well after it's over. <laughs> yeah. But all I'm saying is, if, if I was gonna, if I was gonna kill myself, I would have done it in a way that would have like, what's the word? Uh, had my family not be so sad. Buy it. Which, I agree. I think people committing suicide are very rational. I wouldn't have done it at the wedding day, you know? Do it in the bathtub where you won't make a mess, right? You know, like nobody has to clean up, you know, the walls or, you know, they, they don't have to pick out the fragments out of the wall. You know, everything's contained. Mm. You could just put like a Tupperware lid, lid over the <laughs> bathtub. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, uh, this is very good. Anybody that wants to kill themselves, Aaron just gave you very good advice. Yeah. <laughs> and I suggest you take it. Just be, you know, uh, considerate. Well, to be honest, you know, I'm not going to kill myself or anything. But if I were, I would do it in a way that was like really weird and strange that Ooh. would make people be like, huh. You'd want a <laughs> podcast about you is what you're saying. That's a Doug Stanhope joke. Is you it? know that? He, he did this joke where he was like, you know, like I would do the craziest way and he... he he said he was talking to this guy who said that what he would have done was uh, super glue his hands to his head and put like a, a kind of this like sharp kind of metal around his neck that was like too short that would have cut off his head, but he would have also had like rope around his feet. So his head would have, not well, anyway. Um, <laughs> ultimately, this Joe. This is the uh, section of the podcast where Aaron retells another comics bit. I do that every podcast. <laughs> Literally every podcast I do that. Okay, ultimately, Joe Ferreira did not, to his experience, see signs of suicide. Mm-hmm. So um, Amanda was arrested. On July 13th, 2009, two days after Aturo's death, Aturo's brother, Fritzio, mm-hmm. and um, Freddie, his niece's husband. Freddie's a good guy, too. Yeah. Fly to Brazil to ID his body. Yeah, Freddie gets quite choked up in this yeah. whole... For some <laughs> reason, 
which is absolutely never explained, a new investigator takes over a Turo's case. Yeah. Can I hit my new theme song? Sure. Follow where the money go. Follow where the money go. Follow where the money go. Uh, so this detective was named Pablo Abarro. Paulo. Paulo. Pa Pablo. Paulo. Right. It's like Paul with an O at the end. Paulo DeMillo. Who's a dick. Yeah, he's a fucking dick. Yeah. Fuck that guy. Yeah. Fuck you, Paulo. Yeah. Paulo, if you're listening to this, come to Weehawken, New Jersey. I will fucking fight you. And, <laughs> and his hair is stupid. He's a really has a punchable face. Yeah, he really does suck. He's like anti-huggable. Yeah. yeah. Well, anyway. Are we uh, supposed to be objective? No, no, no. no. Absolutely so, okay, not. Paulo, yeah. fuck you. Fuck Paulo, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, like, we can really say whatever the fuck we want. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have been. Have you not been part of this podcast for the last, like, what, 20 episodes? We say anything we want. In fact, a lot of it I wish I could take back. <laughs> so anyway, Freddie says that Pablo said... Paulo. Paulo. That is a, a tiny bit racist. <laughs> You're like, Pablo, whatever his name is. I don't, I don't know if the Nick is Paulo. right, though. No, no, no. It's definitely Paulo. It is Paulo. All right. I, I have it on a piece of paper. Okay, all right. That means it's true. Okay, so anyway. <laughs> Freddie, who is uh, one of the Turf family members who ID'd the body, said that Paulo said that they had the evidence to prosecute Amanda. But Paulo remembers it differently. Mm -hmm. uh, he said that he told Freddie that he was going to keep Amanda in custody during the investigation, but he never said that Amanda murdered Arturo. Whoa. Yeah. All right, so as this investigation continues with Paolo, there's no signs of forced entry. Records uh, show that only Amanda and Arturo used the key court card. Card? There was uh, no signs that somebody came in through a ladder and uh, <laughs> it's true. They, they, they said that. Yeah. They um, did. So with her lawyer present, Amanda says that basically she got home. She went upstairs with the baby. She came down at 6 a.m. to get milk for the baby. Found Arturo on the floor sleeping. She didn't think of anything of it because. That Apparently was, he used to sleep on the floor all the time because yeah. he had a drinking problem. Well, yeah, he was a party boy. Yes. Uh, around 9 a.m., so a couple hours later, uh, she came back downstairs and that's when she realized that he wasn't sleeping but dead. Dead-ish. Dead-ish, yes. So on July 20th, 2009, uh, Arturo has a funeral in Montreal. Mm -hmm. And then 10 days later, on the 30th of 2009, July 30th, 2009, mm -hmm. the Brazilian authorities let Amanda out of jail and are closing the case as a suicide. And she couldn't be happier. Oh, my God. So <laughs> that was creepy. There is footage of her coming out of the jail, and she has a smile from ear to flicking ear. Yeah, it, it, it was like she was just crowned, like, you know, Miss USA. Yeah. Or like, yeah. Miss Universe. Like, Which, if you believe her side of the story, her husband just killed himself. So <laughs> yeah. she should still and be she's sad. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and she's smiling like she just won, like, a Spirit Award or, like, a Tony <laughs> or, like, an MTV Best Kiss. 
She even said, I would like to thank my attorney and everything. Yeah, <laughs> She said, um... Wait, wait, wait. Actually, Bobby, let's have you read this. What does she say? Oh. Uh, I just uh, wanted to thank everybody that supported me, especially my family, my sister, my father, and my mother. Son, your mother is coming! <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. You're welcome. That's 100% not a Brazilian accent. That is 100% Italian. Um, It's all love, though. But is it, though? Yeah, so I... I, Both romance languages. Yeah, apparently apparently we just uh, moved from, like, a murder in Brazil to the Godfather. (laughs) But who gives a fuck? What some people are saying is... From Arturo's family, as they say, if you have money in Brazil, you could make almost anything happen. Mm. And uh, in fact, one of them, I think it's like one of Arturo's nieces says, Mm -hmm. and this is a great quote, it wasn't the perfect crime, it was the perfect place. Mm -hmm. That makes a lot of sense. Oh, absolutely. But also, you know, at the same time, being the perfect place can make it the perfect crime. Yeah. She didn't do it in Canada. She did it in Brazil. Maybe she knew. Well, if she did it in Canada, she would also have been okay. Yeah. Yeah, I know that for a fact. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, we always used to pull this party trick on people where we would write, like, uh, the perfect uh, C-R-I-M and then hide the E on someone when Mm -hmm. they passed out drunk. You know, so, like, the E would be, like, behind their ear or whatever. And then that would be, like, the perfect crime. You know, you know what we used to do. Uh, we used to, I used to make people join the Pen Fifteen Club. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would be like, "Hey, you got to write it on your hand." But instead of writing Pen Fifteen, they did write it, but it would be penis. <laughs> and then I grew up for twenty years, and I stopped telling stories like that, Nick. Well, okay. I, 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 I used to get drunk as a kid, and I'd, uh, I'd make people suck my dick. Really? Yes. Make them. Uh, yeah. That's illegal. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, that was a joke. Oh, okay. <laughs> Putting like peanut butter on your balls and making your dog lick it, that's okay. Is it though? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know the amount of consent that a dog can give. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. But we're not here to talk about fucking dogs. Go ahead, Aaron. Uh, now people say that uh <laughs> You know, people say that, like, you know, his family was just in disbelief that he would kill himself, has such a big heart. Arturo's family demanded a second autopsy be performed, but in Canada. At the family's request, a Quebec coroner agreed to exhume the body so that two pathologists could conduct a second autopsy. Coroner Jean Brochu. Whatever. Said, uh, we've been waiting for this a long time, and it's going to take a while. Before the conclusion can be made, we, uh, and released to the public. A shortage of staff at the coroner's office was blamed for, for contributing to the delay of the investigation. Regarding the new toxicology report being prepared, the coroner quipped, it may take a century to get the results. <laughs> all right. This is all copied and pasted from Wikipedia. Uh, the Quebec coroner's report was released on November 2011. The coroner agreed with prior conclusions that Gotti died a violent death 
from asphyxiation. Asphyxiation. That's what I said. Yeah, uh, yeah. By neck constriction. Constriction. Was it an erotic death? Negative. An erotic I accident. Mean, yeah. Erotic accident. Yes, he also you're right. Noted, you're so right, Bobby. <laughs> he also noted that Gotti had Go muscle relaxants <laughs> in his system. Wait, you forgot to read the word, though. Shut up. <laughs> Along with alcohol. An expert toxicologist uh, from Quebec retained by the coroner said the drug can produce withdrawal systems such as anxiety, confusion, and psychosis. Mm. The coroner also stated that Obvious presence of postmortem lividity. What's in that the, mean? So if you if you die, mm-hmm. when you die, wherever your blood is, it's going to sink to the lowest part of gravity, right? So let's say you die, getting hung by your neck, the blood is going to uh, go down to your feet, and your feet are going to get all purple and red. Mm. That's what lividity is. Let's say if I die right now sitting down, my butt is going to be all black and purple. Nice. Because that's all where all the blood is. So postmodern lividity indicates that the body had been suspended for some time before ending up on the floor. So that coroner's report from Canada, it doesn't exactly help uh does not uh the case that he was murdered. It actually more kind of goes along with the su- suicide mm-hmm. thing. But we're not done yet by any means. But a quick, <laughs> word, from, quick word from our sponsor. Beautyland. Yeah. Quick word from our sponsor. We all do what we can to relax. And for me, it's cooking the freshest ingredients around. For Nick's, it's autoerotic asphyxiation with a friend. So when I came to his apartment on March 9th, 2011, <laughs> and saw McGill... Dead on the floor with a belt around his neck. I know he didn't do it on purpose. What do we do? Nick screamed in a panic. Bleach, shovels, passports, guns, bleach. I slapped him across his face and I said, Calm down, you simple bitch. (laughs) Yes, we all need all those things. But first we need to go to Beautyland in Jersey City. At Beautyland, uh, they know that killing someone doesn't mean you're a bad person. But it does mean you need to get the fuck out of Dodge. That is why Beautyland has become the one-stop shop for anyone who wants to be someone else. Their customer service is top-notch, and they didn't even ask why Nick was crying or muttering about why he was going to hell. At the end of the day, Nick no longer looked like Nick, and he was able to pass the Border Patrol with no problem. So come to Beautyland, because hey, we all make mistakes. Okay, so private the private investigation. <laughs> that was so. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the private investigation. Uh, so basically, what happened was Arturo's family uh, and his manager Pat Lynch hired some private investigators. So this is the investigation that they did. First off, they totally took in consideration that Arturo, you know, probably hung himself. That was their like. That's what they came in. They came in very skeptical, right? Mm-hmm. Did he potty hard? We found out he did. Did he, did he sometimes play with recreational drugs? We learned he did. You know? So there was people saying because of that lifestyle that he was capable of uh, committing suicide. You know what? What we learned about Arturo Gatti, he was all of those things and probably even more. They said that, you know, he partied a lot. Uh, he had like three DUIs or something like that. Mm-hmm. So... And also, his ex-girlfriend, Erica, said that um, he was addicted to Ambien. Uh Oh, yeah. We didn't even touch on that. Uh 
Oh, we're touching on it now. Ooh, yeah. 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 Let's touch on some Ambien. Yeah, right? Did so, he tweet a bunch of racist shit? I never <laughs> took Ambien. What? Did he tweet a bunch of racist stuff? I don't think so. I don't yeah. think so either, but you know who did? Roseanne? Yeah. Okay. I don't <laughs> even know that story. Like, everyone keeps on making Roseanne <laughs> jokes, and I'm just, like, going along being like, yeah, what happened? <laughs> All right. Um, so, anyway, uh, <laughs> you know... So he had an ambient. He got hit in the head a lot. So if I was an investigator mm-hmm. and went to Brazil, I probably would have been like, there's a good chance this guy offed himself. Yeah. And like they started checking up on his background. Amanda told Atori's sister that they were separated and she seemed to be happy when she said that. <laughs> they uh, go to the Brazilian authorities uh, Brazilian pathologists conclude that all the evidence point to suicide. Uh, yeah, and there's that like lady that's just like crazy. Yeah, like the width of the strap matches the fluid marks on the part of the neck that was constricted behind the right ear and in front of the left ear. Uh, the blood found around his body uh, was from the hit on the head. Yeah, that he the took brick earlier. hit. Yeah, big brick hit. Yep. The medical examiner also said that, and they said this in the documentary, mm-hmm. uh, penile ejaculation is a common uh, trait in hanging. And then they never, ever mention it again. <laughs> I also, isn't it a little redundant to say penile ejaculation? Like yeah. What kind of other ejaculation can a man have? I mean, I don't know. Can you ejaculate snot from your nose? Is that still technically an ejaculation? Yeah, maybe. I'd like to think so. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, I mean, I guess we'll never really know. Anyway, Arturo and Amanda were separated. Uh, the, so they go back in their relationship and they find out that Arturo and Amanda were separated and seen divorce lawyers by 2009 in Montreal. She, um, she basically had a court order requiring Arturo to stay away. Mm. And she would use the right text like, uh, you're an embarrassment to me in and outside the ring, all types of shit. Not cool. Yeah. Uh, Amanda goes to a premier divorce attorney in Montreal and says, how much money can I get? And he says nothing because he signed the prenup. Uh, but they discover that Arturo made a new will just before he died mm. uh, that has Amanda and the baby inheriting all his fortune. Nice. Yeah. All, all the ducats. So Arturo's friends say that she apparently kept on saying, I'm going to take your baby away. And to satisfy her, he put together a will right before the trip to Europe slash Brazil. And three weeks after signing that, he was dead. He was fucking dead, dead. Dead, yeah. Dead, 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 yeah. dead. That's a really crazy coincidence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it seems as if something was maybe planned. Yeah, quite possibly, yeah. Yeah, it's fascinating. The investigators from America also found out that uh, the Brazilian investigation missed out on a lot of stuff. The uh, full op- autopsy was not performed. A drug screen was not performed. A blood alcohol test was not performed. And Amanda's story kept on changing. First, she said she told the police that maybe her stepbrothers might have killed him. Then she said there were some strange people in the apartment. 
and she went to bed, and all of a sudden, yeah. in the morning, Arturo <clears throat> was dead. Yeah, it was like a weird after-party type situation. Yeah. And the third thing she said was, I told Arturo that I was leaving him, and he got so depressed that he hangs, hung himself. So she couldn't really get to a clear story. Investigators head to the police, you know, and they basically said that the police, the Brazilian police, would not help them out at yeah. all. Yeah, no, they were very closed-lipped. And apparently Brazil is a very notoriously uh, corrupt country. Mm-hmm. Plus a lot of uh, siestas. Yes, that... exactly. So they also That's might why have they didn't sleeping. do any of the tests. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Were... They were sleeping. Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, they... tranquilo. Yeah, you know. yeah. He's like, I would have seen what was in his blood, but you you made that test between, you know, one and three in the afternoon. Yeah. So I, I, I think you guys are thinking of Spain. Of we, have, we absolutely are. <laughs> <laughs> Did they not? have siestas in Brazil? I That was a major assumption on my part. Yeah, and, I don't uh, think they do. Yeah, It's like a Spanish no, thing. No, I need to be fat-checked. Okay. <laughs> Maybe not, though. Maybe they do have siestas. I don't know. I've never personally been to Brazil. Nor have I. Yeah. Anyway, the uh, <laughs> the Brazilian theory was that Arturo hang himself, hung himself, uh, stayed there for three hours. There was no physical evidence, though, to suggest this. Uh, the strap that he apparently hung himself from could not uh, hold 50 pounds for five seconds. Now, was the Toro more than 50 pounds? Yeah, oh. he was. He was 160 pounds. Oh, I'm glad you asked me that because there's no way I would have said that before. So. <laughs> Thank you so much. And there was also no blood on the staircase. Also... Oh, uh, magic blood. Yeah, exactly. There's no magic blood. Also, like, Amanda was down at 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. and said that she saw a Toro's body on the floor mm-hmm. and just was like thought he was sleeping but uh this happened in july and apparently at that time during the year the sun would have been up and based on where that apartment was and based on where the uh curtains were the sun would have been in the apartment so there's absolutely no fucking way she couldn't see that blood so uh yeah so there's that you call a blood a blood yeah and then finally, they basically, th- these guys had all these theories, and they ended up hiring a man named Dr. Uh, Alfred Bowles, who... Docky Bowles? I'm not going to go over his c- credentials, but just trust me that they're motherfucking tight. They're fucking stacked. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and he basically tests all these theories, and his conclusion is, number one, the strap... Couldn't have hold Arturo's weight. Number two, even if it could, and it killed Arturo, when he fell, he wouldn't have fallen in the position that he would have. And number three, even if he did fall and it killed him, the strap around his neck would have stayed on his neck. It wouldn't have been where it was when the homicide detectives came. So basically, uh, yeah, the one of the American investigators were like. The Brazilian police were full of shit. They never had it right, okay? They never wanted to get it right. When the first detective placed her under arrest for murder, that's the only time they were heading in the right direction. All right, so at the end of the day, the American investigators released their findings on September 7th, 2011. <clears throat> they said that Arturo Gotti was murdered. There's no way that he committed suicide. They suggested that Amanda had the opportunity to murder Arturo. They think that Arturo came back to the apartment 
he and a man that had sex. Nice. Whoa. Then uh, while raunchy. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Then while he was pulling up his pants, somebody hit him on the back of the head and strangled him. The, no one suggests that Amanda could have killed him by herself. That's not possible. Yeah. I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. he's a three-time happy. world champion. However, Brazilian authorities stick to their guns. They say it was a suicide. Uh, a Canadian judge ended up ruling that Gotti's will is valid. His mm. fortune belongs to Amanda. Ugh. She ends up opening a store in Montreal and launches her own clothing line. Should you plug the clothing line real quick? Um, no, no. In <laughs> fact, let's do a let's do a protest against it. An anti plug. Yes, an anti plug. <laughs> a corner report from Montreal says that Otero died a violent death. So there's that. On March 11th, 2013, a Brazilian court judge ruled Otero's death a suicide. So in Brazil. Mm-hmm. The case is closed. It's fucking closed, son. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, I would say this. I would say the two countries we have uh, involved here are Canada and Brazil, mm-hmm. and you cannot win. You cannot win with those two countries. Well, you can win if you're a murderer. I have money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, folks, if you want to motor- murder someone, go to Brazil, go to Canada. Yeah, and if you want to motor someone, yeah. motorboat someone. Yeah, you can motorboat. Go to Montreal because there's a ton of strip clubs. Hell yes. Okay. And yeah. there with her huge cans. Yeah. But she will kill you. But stay away from the ones that cough a lot. Anyway, <laughs> that's all. <laughs> all right, so, so let's reel it in. Uh, so, Bobby, what's your uh, takeaway from this whole thing? I do think Amanda's very hot, but I think it was wrong for her to kill her husband. Um, I think she almost certainly did. Uh, I think it's uh, it's it is a good idea to to hit someone over the head right after they came. Um, <laughs> it's a good way to do it. Is that what you're into? Uh, well, it could be. I'm uh, <laughs> I'm open minded. Uh, so, ladies, if that's your thing, if you want me to come inside of you and then have someone kill me right afterwards, I am available. Please slide into my DMs. Um, Damn, you would die just to come inside someone. I I think that's like the perfect way to sum me up, honestly. Jesus, yeah. Bob. Mm-hmm. We gotta get you fucking laid. <laughs> Holy shit! All right. Anyway. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. What's your takeaway, Aaron? Black? My takeaway is this: is it's just a it's a goddamn shame because you know a Turgotti like when when all said is done, he was just this amazing. Like I don't even think of him as human. I think mm-hmm. of his as this like superhuman person who just like stick to the pain kills. Yeah, but you know what? It, Exactly, but <laughs> but on that note, like a lot of people, as amazing as he was, yeah. like it makes it doesn't make sense. But you know, a lot of people like him; they burn out quickly. Yeah, sure. Right? Yeah. He, he was just like he was too hot for this world, you know. And uh, he was a looker too. Yeah, he, he was a good-looking guy. Um, I think that um, Amanda just living her life with a clothing store is. Going to give me a fucking ulcer, <laughs> you know. Just thinking about her every day, just being pleased as punch, is going to drive me fucking nuts. I I really hope that Aturo's family and friends really stick with this because um, I don't think she deserves to have a. There's got to be a civil lawsuit or something, right? LeBron's yeah, you would think. Lawsuit. You would think. Yeah. yeah. 
I'm sure there is, and um, if we were better podcasters, <laughs> we would we would have told you more about that. Mm. But yeah, well, we I'm, can't do all the work for the listeners. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, I mean, like with regard to you know Arturo and Amanda's relationship, it's just you know it just goes to show that like don't get married, man. <laughs> oh boy yeah. <laughs> uh, I disagree with Nick you will almost yeah. certainly get murdered if you get married this is not an outlier this is the rule yeah watch Fatal Vows remember what Fatal Vows says in the beginning of the show and do the exact fucking opposite yeah yeah it's uh, uh, love is bliss Marriage is bliss. Uh, marriage is bliss. But divorce is murder. But yeah. divorce is Divorce murder. is your... Divorce is how you save your life. <laughs> marriage is how you die. That's how it works. That's what TV has taught us, man. Yeah. And if you ever get involved with a woman that says it's part of her culture to kill you if you cheat on her, yeah, probably you... leave her, no matter how big her breasts are. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. and, and if you meet your wife at a strip club, maybe the marriage isn't so solid. Yeah. Possibly. Well, they met at a dog park, so... So, they so say. says Amanda. <laughs> and I, she has no reason to lie. I don't think she's a liar. Yeah, no. Like, she would have no reason to lie. It's not like money or anything's an issue. Yeah, it's not like she murdered a person or anything like that. You know, she had no reason to lie. It's not like she, like, has a, a corpse in her closet that she's trying to hide. A skeleton in her closet? Yeah, Ooh. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it just reminds me about the... Uh, the East West Core 90s rap war that happened. You know, it's like... It's, it's, it's like... You know, Tupac, he just, he couldn't let it go with, you know, and he just, he had to hang out into that power. Oh, oh, okay, Eric, right? I got it. Wait one second, Nick, <laughs> shoot, shut the fuck up. So, Tupac, he, like, like he was, he was powerless, and, 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 like, when he got power, he couldn't let go of it, and that was like Amanda. See, what happened was... Like, like power, he got the juice. Yeah, exactly. Once he saw himself in the 1992 movie Juice, he became that person, and Amanda became the person that he and she ended up doing, becoming, when she married Arturo, and they couldn't separate it from themselves, and it just, it, it just kept on building and building. You know, it's, it's, that's exactly what happened, and, you know... Um, that song Changes is pretty good, though. Hey, Aaron. Yeah. What do you think is better, Dre Day or um, Real Motherfucking G's? Mm. Mm, well, you don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Like, anyway, you know how I feel we'll end the podcast. So, yo, Bobby, you got some sweet plugs? Oh, yes. Um, so you can find me on Twitter, Bobby Sheen, LOL, Instagram, same. And I host a monthly show at New York Comedy Club, Date Night. Uh, we don't have a date for August yet, but if you if you do a quick Google search, Google Night. Google Night. Oh, jeez. I'm flailing, you guys. New York Comedy Club, Date Night. And uh, you Google that, you'll find out where the date is. I'm hosting. Please come. It's very funny. And thank you for having me. You did oh, that yeah, in such a nice voice. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you, so like, talk, you talk differently than the way yeah, you said yeah, it was all business. Everything baby. else, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, what you got, Aaron Black? Well, this is not going to come out until when? Uh, like four weeks from now. So Alright, so fuck it. I have nothing. <laughs> Alright, uh, word up. Uh, Nikki Luna here. Check out our website, loveisamazing.com. We be fucking with that Twitter, loveisamazingyo. We're on Instagram, at loveisamazingyo. Yep, and, and please, like, you know, hit us up on Twitter, because... Every time I check Twitter and, and no one likes anything, I die a little bit inside. But people, like, we have followers. Like, uh, You like, know what? I'm just kidding. Don't worry about it. Don't do shit. All right. Uh, and uh, I don't know. Fucking razzle dazzle, fucking shock and awe. What you got? Nothing. I, I, t I told you I'm done. Okay.
Alright, okay, well anyway, <laughs> thank you for listening, uh, listening to Love is Amazing, but it's also murder and, uh, wait, no, okay. So thank you for listening to Love is Amazing, but it's also bullshit and could get you murdered. Alright, bye bye Love is amazing, but it's also bullshit, and it might also get you murdered.